Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at ixl.com/fine. Visit ixl.com/fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's ixl.com/fine. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So maybe use headphones if you're listening at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, Jolenta. Do you believe in magic? You mean magic like like Houdini magic? Like put me in a straitjacket and some sleight of hand magic? No, 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 no. I'm not talking like card tricks or like break out of a locked box magic. I am talking like a sort of big ethereal magic that comes with being creative. You know, mm. the magic that flows through us all. Oh, God, you're talking about, like, sunbeams and crystals and those, like, magic stones from yeah, the river. Yeah, like divine inspiration and magic everywhere you look, that I kind of magic. I, I don't actually think you care if I believe in that kind of magic. I think you're just going to force that kind of magic on me in the next few seconds. Of course, because I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And this is By the Book. In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. Today, our book is Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert. Elizabeth Gilbert is best known as the author of the international bestseller Eat, Pray, Love. She's also written over half a dozen other books and served as a contributing writer for GQ, O the Oprah Magazine, and other publications. But she hasn't always made a living with her writing, and it wasn't until after the publication of her third book that she even considered quitting all her day jobs, which ranged from bartending to cooking at a Wyoming ranch. 
That's because Gilbert never saw writing as a vocation. She didn't do it because she expected money or fame. Rather, writing for her has always been her way of living creatively. And she's been able to do it for years, even when she wasn't getting published, because she's cultivated a healthy relationship with it. In Big Magic, Gilbert lays out her philosophy of creativity and her belief that we all have it in us to live a happy, creative life as well. Central to her belief is her definition of creativity, which isn't limited to arty endeavors like writing and painting. Rather, creativity to Gilbert is about living a life that's driven more by curiosity than fear. Also central to her philosophy is that creativity is something we should never torture ourselves over. Rather, we should see creativity as something outside of ourselves that we work with in partnership. By having a harmonious relationship with creativity and working with it diligently, Gilbert believes we can all be more prolific and at peace with what we make. Here's how you do it. Step one, courage. Have the stubbornness to live your creative life as a way of fighting back against the ruthlessness of the world. Choose delight, and when fear bears its ugly head, don't run from it. Acknowledge that fear will ride along with you in the back seat as you and creativity take the wheel. And throughout it all, know that you have the courage to bring forth the treasures that are hidden within you. Step 2. Enchantment Ideas are a disembodied, energetic life form. They can only be made real by partnership with a human, so be open to them. When one comes to you, embrace it and work with it. When one leaves you or doesn't partner well with you, trust that a new and marvelous idea will float your way. And even when you feel a lack of inspiration, continue to work steadily. Measure your worth by your dedication to your path, not by your prior successes and failures, or in comparison to what others around you are doing. And always thank creativity for allowing you to engage with it. Step three, permission. You do not need anyone's permission to live a creative life. You don't need to have a degree in your craft. You don't need to make work that's important or work that's original. You only need to make what's authentic to you. So spend as much time as you can creating delightful things out of your existence, knowing that your own reasons to create are reasons enough. Stand up and say out loud what you are, whether that's, I am a writer, or I am a singer, or I am a chef, or I am this and that, and also this other thing too, or I don't know what I am yet, but I'm curious enough to find out. And if people don't like what you make, remember that if you have a voice, they also are a loud one, even if it's critical of what you make. Besides, before long, they won't be thinking of you anyway. Step four, persistence. Promise yourself to work every day on your creative life without complaint and with gratitude. When you lack inspiration, set a timer for 30 minutes and do your creative thing for just that time. Or reframe your craft as a lusty affair that you must make time for. Or give yourself a quick makeover to attract the inspiration to you. Do your hair, put on a nice outfit, and sit down with your art. Eventually, with consistent practice, you will learn, improve, and produce. And throughout, don't let yourself be paralyzed by perfectionism. Remember, done is better than good. Step 5. Trust. Don't use your creativity as an excuse to be miserable. The tortured artist stereotype doesn't actually lead to great art. Choose to believe that creativity wants a relationship with you. Be glad it chose you. Love it and let it love you. Don't beat yourself up when it doesn't go well. Instead, frame your stumbles as interesting rather than as failures. Try another path toward your creativity, like knitting for a while if you're usually a painter. And if you work better with a team, by all means choose that over martyrly solitude. Step six, divinity. 
Know that your creativity is both sacred and not sacred. What we make matters enormously, and it doesn't matter at all. Art is a crushing chore and a wonderful privilege. Accept all of its contradictions with gladness and awe, and then get down to work. That's what the book says, and so that's what we did for two weeks straight. So, Joe Lenta, tell us about your first week of living by Big Magic. Well, I started my first week of living by Big Magic by going to a magic show. No, you I'm did kidding. not. <laughs> what if I did though? <laughs> I would love that. I would love it. No, <laughs> I had to start with step one, which is courage. And how did you do that? How did you do courage? Well, I decided I would write a letter to my fear, Ooh. which Gilbert sort of does in the book when she says you should acknowledge your fear and make room for it in your creative process. So what did you say to your fear? Well, why don't we take a listen? Dear fear, creativity and I have tons of big plans in the works. I understand you'll be joining us as we crush said plans. I want you to know I'm glad you'll be coming along. As long as you're with me, I'll know that creativity and I are headed the right direction, a.k.a. working in uncharted territory. I super appreciate you showing up to let me know when uncertainty is afoot, but... You're almost too good at what you do. So, while creativity and I are doing our thing, why don't you curl up with a blankie over in the corner, make a little nest, and just chill? You can totally speak up when you feel the need to, but know that creativity and I are running the show. You will have no decision-making power and will not guide this process. You will be heard. You'll be appreciated for your good intentions. And... You'll be there doing your thing in the corner while creativity and I get shit done. Thanks, Jalenta. Nice. Very Thank nice. You. It's, Thank you. it's like a much sassier version of the letter that she writes in the book to herself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Basically, I copied her with my own language, so it would resonate with me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Good. I, I have nothing but good things good. to say about Yeah, and that. it was fun. It was fun. I liked imagining my fear as like a little creature curled up in a dog bed, maybe with Frank over in the corner. Nice. You know, it was nice. And then what did you do next? Well, the next day... I booked my first stand-up gig of the new year. I'll be going to it. I love seeing you do stand-up. But that also meant I had to write material for that set, and I was not feeling super creative. Uh, Christmas had just passed. I was traveling. My parents are still getting divorced, and I saw them for the first time. And on top of that, we're moving our podcast from one company to another. Like, I am drained, not creative. Yeah. And so how did you remedy that? I decided to try step two, which is enchantment. Yes, 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 of course. And tell me about that. Well, the thing about step two, enchantment, it's not that enchanting. Oh. At least it wasn't for me. Oh, and how so? Well, Gilbert stresses that when you feel a lack of motivation, like I did, you should just continue to work steadily. Yes. So that's what I did. I vowed to work every day, to write comedy every day, regardless of podcast work and family shit. And I was going to make time for it no matter what. Even if it was just a quick, like, five-minute scribble on a napkin, it was going to happen. I love it. And then once you started officially writing comedy every day, 
did your new set come along? Did it materialize pretty oh, easily? No, oh, no, not at all. No. I mean, for me, writing comedy every day could mean I work on fine-tuning the same two sentences for days. Or I work on flushing out an idea that ends up being, you know, one or two minutes of a 15-minute set. It is slow going. And towards the end of week one, with days of writing under my belt, I only had a couple of half-baked ideas to show for it. And I was not feeling the big magic. Mm. So I had a plan. The end of week one was also New Year's. So I figured I would add some magic and some permission to the starting of the new year and try to keep pushing this ball forward. Ooh, step three is permission, right? right? Yes. So step three. I'm doing the steps all in order this wow. time. Wow. Yeah. You're kidding me. I know. I did it all Delinta? in order. I don't even know. <laughs> new year, new me, new steps in order. I think that's some big magic there, just oh, that you're following that is the true. steps in order. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yes. Yeah. So to get my permission on New Year's Eve, I had a whole elaborate plan. I was going to sort of speak my permission aloud, but I was also going to trick my partner Brad into speaking my permission aloud as well while I gave him a New Year's tarot reading. Oh, shut up. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to make this as magical as I fucking can. So here I am at the beginning of Brad's tarot reading, forcing him to give me permission. So what should I know? You should just know that this is a place of positive energy and, like, good magic. And you have to say, my wife is a magnificent witch. My wife is a magnificent witch, the finest in all of (laughs) Brooklyn's covens. (laughs) I'm a magnificent witch. (laughs) Oh, my God. So the music, everything, the tarot cards, all of it. I do have to just mention something here, though, that Gilbert says you don't need anyone else's permission. I just wanted someone to, like, come along for the ride. I don't know if you heard, but I said I am a magical witch many times to myself, and I just got him to sort of repeat it and, and, and reiterate it in a nice, positive way. All right, all right. And in the end, did that end up helping you to become more creative in writing your set, getting that permission? Well, I would love to answer that, but that answer comes in week two. That's where my week one ended, Kristen, and now it is time for me to hear about your first week living by big magic, because if there's anything I love in this world, it is Kristen living by books that involve the word magic. Ah, yes. I just, you know what I did? I went down to the stream and I grabbed some stones and I held them up to the sky And then I lit some candles and went barefoot. I mean, no, I didn't do anything like that. I did no magic. I did no magic at all. I bet you did some magic. Uh, Okay, okay. Before I get started in what I actually did during my first week, I have to spill the beans to our listeners about something I've been working on for the past few months, writing a book. Yay, a book! I already knew about it. I knew about the surprise. (laughs) Jolenta, yes, as you know, I am in contract to write a book called So You Want to Start a Podcast. It's a practical how-to, and it's also kind of an inspirational guide to finding your voice with lots of stories about my own failures and successes over the years. And it comes out this summer in 2019. I cannot wait to read it. My whole summer 2019 reading list is set. It's just one book. Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) So I'm super excited about that. But, you know, it's a lot of work 
to write a book. And as you know, I was given approximately two months to write the entire thing from start to finish. And unlike that Amish romance novella I wrote back when we were living by... How to write an ebook in less <laughs> less than 7 to 14 days? That will make you money forever? Yes. Yeah. So unlike that book, this book is with a real publisher. It's with William what? Morrow, which is an imprint of HarperCollins. That's like a real deal. Yes. It's a real deal. And so this was hanging over my head while we were living by Big Magic because I was in the final editing stage of my manuscript. And that meant some rewrites, and that meant some cutting things and some adding things. But all of it was also happening during the holiday season, which made it extra hard. And so I started with step four, persistence. Listen. All right. It is Christmas Eve Eve. That means it is December 23rd. And while other people I know are wrapping presents and building gingerbread houses and doing all the pre-gaming for Christmas, I am sitting in a coffee shop and working on the edits of my book. And I told my editor I would try to have my edits in in early January. And as much as I would love to be having fun, um, you know what? I'm going to be persistent. I'm going to step four the hell out of this book right now. Step four, persistence. Poor Kristen. Yeah. You sound so sad. I Or just, you sound wistful, I guess, is that? Yeah, because Christmas, I like to be jolly. I like to drink my Merry Kristen and watch my Hallmark movies. Can't you be jolly and drink whatever horrible mixed drink you came (laughs) up with uh, while writing? (laughs) Believe me, I did. I did. I did it all. I was very, very persistent because I knew I had a deadline to meet, and I was sure as hell going to meet it. Just like Santa. Yes. Can't be late. Got to deliver when you deliver. Got to deliver. So the next day, I forced myself to go to the coffee shop again, even though now it was officially Christmas Eve, not Christmas Eve Eve. Right, because Christmas Eve Eve is just a day. Just a day, you guys. Well, it was still sad to me, but I kept going at it, including on Christmas Eve. But, of course, things didn't go quite as planned. All right. It is Christmas Eve, and I just spent... Eight hours sitting in a coffee shop with zero success doing anything. It was like pulling teeth to rewrite one little section. It was really just a couple of sentences, and it was torture. It was horrible. It was, it it did not feel inspiring at all. But you know what? I just, I have to do what the book says and keep plugging away, and I have to believe that inspiration is going to return. It's just one day without inspiration, but inspiration will be back. It's it's going to come back to me, right? Oh, Kristen, that is some step two right there. It is. That's enchantment. I am just going to trust that the inspiration will come back. I, am, I have to say I'm impressed because I know that slog feeling and Ugh. it's really hard to talk yourself out of it. So yeah, it is. Did it did it work for you? You just like trusted? I had to trust it in part, but also I didn't just wait around for it to come back. Right. The next day, which, by the way, Christmas. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. I enlisted a suggestion in step five, trust, which is to work on another creative project to get the creative juices flowing. So here I am with my husband, Dean, working on that project. All right. So hopefully the sandpaper 220 is not the right amount, but... It's just finer. And given that we're covering such a small area, I think that's fine. 
Although I don't know. That's what... fine. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but I don't know what the nozzle and the spray paint will do. I don't know if it. We're going to shake it. What were you making? I am wearing what I made right now. Wait, you made your right. glasses? I spray painted them sparkly silver. What were they? Were they blue before? No, these ones were whitish. What, maybe oh, they were, yeah. Oh, wait, I know what you're talking about. Yes. They yes. were the new ones, right? Yes, these are the new glasses. Oh, my but God. I didn't, I didn't like how they were before, so it's not perfect. I didn't it looks get the best. good from whatever, how many feet away? Like four feet away? Oh, good. I'm glad you like it. They look like they're supposed to be that color. Oh, I'm good. impressed. Oh, I am impressed. Thank you. So working on the glasses was super fun and you know, I do have to say it helped get me back in the flow of just really? make something. Got just, the, ju- the juices flowing? It did. And well, so, and also just to, to complete a task when you're in the middle of like a big sort of overwhelming slog, it feels good too. Just to know like, oh, I can choose to do something and complete it. Yes. You yes, know? absolutely. And so it felt good. It felt like a tiny accomplishment that was still a creative accomplishment. And then by the end of the week, I was back to writing again and writing and writing and writing, sometimes for many, many hours a day. Wow. And that was my Christmas holiday. It, not my ideal Christmas. Yeah, it's not a very Christian-y Christmas. No. But I am impressed. That persistence, man. Yeah. And the persistence, I do have to say, may have opened me up to a little bit of magic what? in week two. No. We'll talk about that when we come back from our break. I want to talk about it right now. Too bad. Burrow is reinventing the furniture space from shopping to shipping to living to moving. They believe high-quality furniture should be more accessible. That's why you can easily customize your own sofa online and have it shipped fast and free within that same week. And you know what I love about Burrow sofas? They are scratch and stain resistant. And when you have a little dog that thinks he lives on the couch, you need couches that can handle little doggy claw scratches. Yeah, or little cat scratches. We know a lot of our listeners have dogs and cats out there. True. But even if you don't have a dog or cat, there is so much to love about a burrow sofa. They're easy to set up and disassemble. You can make it bigger at any time or smaller. Also, burrow recently got named one of Time's Best Inventions, so you know you're going to be amazed. And you can save $75 by visiting burrow.com slash buy the book. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash buy the book to get $75 off your first order. Thanks again to Burrow for supporting the show. The way we work is changing and finding work can be time consuming. I know this as a new freelancer. And I am so glad that Steady makes it easier for freelancers like me and for you to find supplemental work and to track our earnings all in one place so we can create a more solid financial future. Steady adds thousands of flexible part-time and hourly jobs every day so you can spend less time searching and more time earning. Steady helps you learn where the gaps in your income are and then helps you find work to fill those gaps. Every new job posting is a new opportunity for you to make more money, and the Steady app even lets you filter jobs based on your financial needs, your availability, and your skill sets. Steady is easy and completely free to use, and you know I love that. I love free stuff. So download the Steady app on your iPhone or Android or use Steady on your computer at steadyapp.com and start earning today. That's S-T-E-A-D-Y-A-P-P dot com or 
download the app to get started. Studyapp.com. Okay, Jolenta, we talked about the first week of living by big magic. Now let's talk all about week two. Tell me about your week two. So week one ended with me getting permission from myself. Yes. And Brad <laughs> for being the magical, just permission to be the magical witch I am. Yes. You know, and that magical witch is going to write some funny shit in week two. Yes. She thinks. Yes, absolutely. But my writing wasn't coming any more easily, Kristen. Oh, not even yeah. after the permission? No, not after the permission. For the first few days of week two, I just sat in my home office trying to force jokes out of my brain like little constipated poops. Mm. And they were they were not coming. Mm. So what did you do to deal with that? Well, I was starting to wallow in my office and getting unproductive. And I was like, wait, maybe my office is the problem. Mm. I never quite figured out its vibe. It's sort of just a catch-all room for furniture that doesn't fit in the other room that we don't want to get rid of yet and knickknacks that don't have a home. So just set them in there. And I was like, what if... It is time for step four right now, persistence. Ah. Or more accurately, it might be time for a makeover, an office makeover. Yes, yes. And Elizabeth Gilbert does say that a little makeover can help attract inspiration in her step four persistence. Exactly. So I spent a whole day dragging furniture around and shuffling knickknacks and reorganizing. And that night when Brad got home, I surprised him with an office makeover reveal. Here it is. Okay, close your eyes. Okay. Um, Take my hand. Okay. And open your eyes. Whoa! What do you think? Oh my gosh, this looks great. It's nice, right? Um, I, I'm just working on leveling this. Everything just like flows a little oh, better. This is so much better. Right? It's just something that feels a bit more right. Oh yes, I right? love this. Okay, this okay, great. you do? Oh, I love it. Right? Makeover. So you like it? Yeah. You know, like, oh, fuck, like, why do I leave her every day? (laughs) Jolenta, your new office looks amazing. I was just there yesterday. It looked fantastic. It is the kind of place now that inspiration would deliberately go. Really? So that you can be persistent. Yes. Oh, that makes me so happy. Inspiration, it's not hanging out in your kitchen or bathroom. It's seeing your office and going right there. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I started spending more time good, in my Good, good. Yeah, it was exciting to walk in there and see everything in a better place. It wasn't annoying or daunting anymore. And it made me excited to work. The more time I spent in the office, the more creative I got. And I remembered that creativity doesn't have to be just work or just writing comedy mm. in, in my definition. Mm. And, and so I wrote, I crafted, I did my nails, I played the piano, I just sang and danced around. And I realized my office makeover led me to doing step five. Ah, yes, that is step five, the trust step. That's the step where I spray-painted my glasses. Right. Doing a little craft project for myself. Exactly. But you're doing all kinds of projects Yeah, I was just office. trusting that my office was a safe space for creativity. And I was trusting that my creativity could be things other than writing jokes. 
And I could just follow creative impulses, and that was okay, even if it didn't look like traditional writing time. Yes, you got to just let that creativity come to you and then play it out however you can, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's what I did, and that led me right to step six, which is divinity. Mm, um, yes. One morning, I was just letting letting my creativity flow, and uh, I was singing in my office while Brad was getting dressed. My office, a.k.a. the spare room, has closets where Brad keeps some of his clothes. So in the morning, sometimes he will get dressed while I work. Mm -hmm. So while Brad was getting dressed, I entertained him by having Frank sing to him. Or some might say singing to Brad and Frank's voice that I have made up for him. And Jolenta, enough talking. We want to hear Frank singing. Let's do it. I went about at my poppy. I went about in the face of my puppy. Yeah, I am the naughtiest doggy. But I got a puppy who loves me. <laughs> okay, I love that. It is ridiculous. It is wonderful. But question, wh- why is that divinity? Oh, okay, here's why. <laughs> right, I have to finish my story. So... While I was singing, I was thinking about how it's such a shame that more people don't hear all of the dumb things that Frank says or or that I say through Frank. And I was like, duh, I should write some Frank voice into my new set. Oh, nice. But hold on. Have you never done that before? No. What? No. How have you never done that before? For me, there's like a very fine line between Frank voice humor and, like, my stand-up comedy humor. My Frank is lowbrow. He's just sort of silly. And whenever I want to talk from, like, the wrong side of history or just say really sort of inappropriate or uneducated things, I'll do it in Frank's voice. Like, you know, Frank is very, like, pro-wall. Like, <laughs> oh, <God>. you know. <laughs> well, Frank votes wed. You got a problem? Well, like, there are more places for you to pee if there's a wall, yeah. right? I want to pee all along that border. Yes, you yes, know? yes. So course. anyway, I consider that sort of off limits because my comedy is about like, I'm going to fucking break down walls and like change the world with this one joke. And I take it very seriously. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I can combine these things. And maybe the Frank voice can help me make my serious points. You know, it's not easy to do comedy about like me too trolls, but like maybe if Frank is the troll, like it could be more approachable. Mm. And I started writing all about that. And honestly, just fucking around with creativity and letting it flow led to like some really good ideas and a pretty solid set. I can hardly wait to see you perform this set. It is going to be so good. I'm excited. I am excited. It's something new that I'm amped about. And that's where my week two ended. Nice. I like it. I like it. Thank you. I like it. Frank likes it. But now I need to get to the real meat of this and hear about your week two of Living by Big Magic. Uh, I need to know about the big magic that came. Yes, yes. Well, we left things off with me doing final edits and rewrites on my book, Mm -hmm. So You Want to Start a Podcast. And at the beginning of week two, my persistence paid off. (gasps) I finished my book. That's insane. Or I should say I I almost finished it because when I was about to turn it into my editor, my friend Michelle swooped in and out of the blue offered to be a second set of eyes for the book. Now, of all the people in the entire world to offer to do this favor, Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it was Michelle because get a load of this. Oh, no. 
Michelle used to produce Elizabeth Gilbert's podcast, Magic Lessons. Wait, are you serious? Yes, I am what? serious. Is that not divinity that's or insane. what? That's insane. That is that some is insane. serious stuff. Okay, that's, yes. that's very cool. That, that was some big magic. At first I was like, I don't know if you should let a friend read your thing. But it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. A friend who's works with an author who also is working with the author who wrote the book you're living by right now. Yeah. So, of course, I said yes. Yes. She refused to take any money, but I am going to take her out for a really nice dinner and for nice. drinks and other stuff. I'll give her a present and so on. And Michelle, incredibly, she read my entire book and returned it with notes in only about 22 hours. It was unbelievable. That's she turned incredible. it around so fast. That was magic, too. That was magic right That's there. That's some big magic. Yeah. And she only had a few notes to give, but those notes I am so grateful for because I think they make my book better. So huge thanks, Michelle. That was magic. Yay. Then what happened? All right. So after that, I turned my final manuscript into my editor. And then the next day, I saw my friend Carly, and I practiced some step one courage. Okay. I want to hear about you. What's going on with you? So I finished my book. Yes. I turned it in. And it's not perfect. That's fine. I you know. Wrote a book. I know. And that's what I'm telling myself, too. It doesn't have to be original. It doesn't have to be the best. It doesn't have to have the most beautiful sentences in the world. But I fucking finished a book. Yes. No, that's fantastic. You know how many people have not finished a book? A lot of us. So <laughs> you got to give yourself a pat on the back. That's amazing. Fuck yeah, it is. It felt amazing. It felt amazing to embrace that delight and to let Carly be happy for me and to let me be happy for me. And I don't know if we're told to embrace delight when we make things as much as, I mean, I think a lot of times creative people are told right. to be modest and self-effacing right. or about to it. just be worrying about the next thing already. Like, yeah, you've hit this milestone, but what next? Yes. Like, is yes. just sort of always the question. Yeah. So it was great to just be courageous and be delighted. So that That's was fantastic. So nice. And like, weirdly refreshing. It's like, yeah, take a second, pause, appreciate, celebrate. Like, yeah. 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 But it didn't stop there. Because I ended my week with step four. That would be permission. Yes. And for that step, I stood up and proclaimed who I am. And not just to myself, to the thousands of listeners of another podcast I love called Safe for Work. And here I am being interviewed by the hosts. You're going to hear Liz Dolan's voice and then mine. Now that you're in the situation that you're in of having to reinvent yourself and your work life, is there anything that seems more relevant to you now? Like things, lessons that were in the back of your head that are helpful? I think part of being successful as a freelancer and with everything ahead for me is saying, I'm not afraid to let people know about what I'm doing. And I am not afraid to say, I am KristenMeinzer.com. I am the author of the forthcoming book, So You Want to Start a Podcast. <laughs> I co-host by the book. I will do all of those things. I'll go out there. You know what? I would go to the opening of a tin can right now if somebody <laughs> asked me to. I am not afraid to market myself if I have to. I love that. I'm obsessed <laughs> with that. Can that be my ringtone? Yes. Do people absolutely. still make custom ringtones? I will make one for that you. That is so good. I just want to be like, I am KristenMinzer.com. I am KristenMinzer.com. I love that. And I don't need permission from anyone to do that, yeah. to be that. You're a writer. You're a host. You're a website. I am all those things. And ladies and gentlemen and non-binary people, I have a new book coming out in the summer called So You Want to Start a Podcast. Yes, I just said it again. And if you want to pre-order it right now, you can go to Amazon what? or to KristenMeinzer.com. You can? Yes, you can. Oh my gosh, I have to do that like right now. Okay, I think I've crossed the line into self-promotional. <laughs> but 
That's a good time. But you're to take giving a break. yourself permission to I, promote yourself. I am. I am giving myself permission. And I'm also giving you permission to take a break, Kristen. Ooh. Before we get to our verdict. Yes, I want to take a break. Good. And reminder, listeners, you have permission to get in touch with us. Have you read this book? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Share your story with us. Write us at kristenandjolenta at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at ByTheBookPod. Jolenta, we live by a lot of books around here, but there's one thing we love even more than books when you're needing some help, and that's counseling. And that's one reason why we love BetterHelp Online Counseling, where you can get help with dealing with things that might be interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues such as depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. What I love is that it is so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions as well as chat and text with your therapist. You don't have to schlep all around town and wait in a waiting room and deal with people in person. And best of all, it's truly an affordable option. Buy the book listeners even get 10% off your first month with a discount code BTB. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash BTB. Then simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash BTB. Recently, I have been using Hum's Hair Sweet Hair Growth Gummies. They are delicious. And they are helping my hair survive this dry winter. My hair likes to just fall out during the winters, and Hum is helping me keep my luxurious locks. It looks fantastic. Thank your, you. your whole crown of glory. It looks absolutely beautiful. And you know what I love about Hum? They have a monthly vitamin subscription service that's affordable, flexible, and convenient, so you don't have to worry about running out of those vitamins. Go to humnutrition.com slash get underscore started for your personalized recommendations and get 20% off your purchase with code BTB. That's humnutrition.com slash get underscore started and code BTB. Okay, Jolenta, it's time to get down to business. Did big magic actually work? Would we recommend it? What is your verdict? My verdict. Okay. This book helped me. Hmm. It got me to rearrange my office, which is good. It got me thinking outside of my own sort of self-prescribed limits of what my art and creativity is. It pushed me a bit, Mm -hmm. but just a bit. You know, I feel lukewarm. Like, yes, this book was fine. But in my opinion, it was just kind of general. It was just sort of a general wash of like, so you want to be creative. And and I love her approach that creativity is sacred, but not precious. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not fragile. It's not easily breakable. It's not like you're not going to scare it off. But like it is sacred and it's something to be grateful to have the chance to be a part of and and to treat with respect. 
But again, her guidance, in my opinion, is kind of vague. You can tell in how we broke it down. A lot of the steps like sort of bleed into one another Mm -hmm. with like persistence and trust, like both involve working a lot. Like it's just like basically her advice is like keep trucking along even when it doesn't feel like magic because you won't be ready for the magic to strike because you haven't been working if you don't work, you know? And as someone who comes from an arts background where I read and learned and even taught very specific ways into creativity, very specific techniques, this reads to me just sort of like a very surface-level exploration of like sort of dipping your toe into the world of thinking of yourself as like a creative person, which is great. It's just, for my life, not the most applicable. Mm, I feel like it sort of helped me, like, carry on. And it turned up my volume a little bit, which is good. But it didn't, you know, blow my mind or introduce me to anything really new. So it sounds like you are not endorsing this book. I am, but just not in a it-changed-my-life way. Got it. Like, I think it's a a fun read. It's fluffy, good-feeling work about creativity that doesn't offend me. Hmm. Okay. So kind of an endorsement. Yeah. (laughs) Lukewarm. (laughs) How about you? How about you? I'm very curious. All right. I think you're going to be surprised to hear this. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed this book. Really? I really enjoyed it. I loved the idea that we don't have to be tortured artists to be creative. And admittedly, I fell into this trap in the past. When I was younger, I just, I wanted to chain smoke and wear all black and Mm. read Camus and date dangerous guys. And I really carried that over way too long into my adult life, as you know. Um, And you know what? You don't have to be tortured to be creative. No. You don't have to. And also, I like that there are some practical points of view in this book. For example, she says she does not ever expect her creativity to pay the bills. That's not to say she hasn't become wildly rich off of her writing, but for many, many, many years, she didn't make any money at all. And she said, it was too much of a burden to put onto my creativity to expect it to support me financially as well. Right. That is a good point. And it's it's very realistic, too, where it's like, yeah, to be a starving artist, when I started in New York, I was working like five part-time jobs. Yeah. And you have to you have to support yourself to make art. Yes. Often. Absolutely. So I liked the practicality of that. And I really liked her thoughts on just plugging away. Even if you're just setting a timer for 30 minutes, just mm-hmm. make sure you do it every single day, not only by yourself, but with others if you need to. I loved all of that advice. And it was good for me to step away from my editing one day and work on a craft project. Mm-hmm. And It was very good to the next day go back and force myself to write again, even if I didn't fully have confidence that I was going to do everything that I should. But did following the book actually bring more magic to me? Maybe. I mean, being being persistent makes things happen. Yes, that's true. Working hard to get things done gets things done eventually. Yeah. And being able to celebrate it and be happy about it was fun. And giving myself permission to proudly announce it to the world felt really, really good. Yeah, I like the celebrate part because I think that gets lost a lot. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. And even most of the woo-woo stuff I was able to overlook because it was I like the it. perfect amount of woo-woo. If I it will was give any it that. more woo-woo, it would be too woo-woo. When it comes to woo-woo, I fully endorse this book because I feel like <laughs> she she it's a there's a lot in there, but the way she sort of spreads it around and spreads it real thin, it's just just goes right down and you don't even you can slip it right past someone like Kristen. Yeah. It was fine. Like you are endorsing a book that was like ideas are sentient things that you work <laughs> in agreement with. You endorse that and for that I endorse this book. Oh, you just switched your 
verdict. I mean, I always endorsed it. I just got more endorsey. Wow. <laughs> I think we both fell victim to some big magic. Oh, that's a big statement. That's it for this episode of By the Book. Huge thanks to our fabulous production team at Stitcher, Nora Ritchie, Jared O'Connell, and Casey Holford. Thanks also to Nate Wyda, who composed our theme song, and to the Rizzos, who perform it. Please stay in touch. Let us know if you've read Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear, and let us know also if you believe in magic. Did the book bring magic to you? Do you believe in magic and you don't need a book to have that magic in your life? Can the magic be small? Oh, small magic. Tell us. Let us know. Our email address is kristenandjolenta at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at By the Book Pod. And please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you find your favorite shows. It helps people find our show. And that's some big magic right there. Ooh, it is. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell a magician about the show. Tell a musician about the show. Maybe that's taken it too far. Just, Just tell everyone. Tell everyone. Just tell everyone. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalanta Greenberg. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, John. Do you believe in magic? I was going to say. What kind? The big kind, bitch. Okay, works for me. (laughs) Stitcher. Whatever struggles you are facing from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Buy the book listeners even get 10% off your first month with the discount code BTB. So why not get started? Simply go to betterhelp.com BTB and fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor you'll love today. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland. And discover a place that just feels lighter. Where every day feels like Saturday and french fries are a food group. Where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season. Where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door. Where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland. Somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com.